1: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcast from. I'm your host Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com. Jake Madison at NolaJake on Twitter here with you all on this Thursday, continuing our conversation with Andrew Lopez of ESPN. We're going to have some fun on this one. We are going to talk a little bit about Zion, Rookie of the Year, some hot takes. And then we are going to get into the uniforms and the jerseys and it turns out Andrew has a comprehensive plan about how to redo everything here. So we're going to spend the majority of the show on that today. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans.
0: Let's let's have a little fun on here. And I asked this of Erin Hardigan when she was on the show the other day. What is your hottest Pelicans take this season? I know I'm putting you on the hot. spot with this. The hottest how does Pelican sake, she said uh, the Pels would make the playoffs and Zion would win Rookie of the Year because of that? I I will say this. I think that's the only way that he that they would do it. If if the season restarted, and I know I, w- I was against this at the All-Star break, when it was five and a half back at the All-Star break, I, I would say the Pels make the playoffs if you got the full season. I don't know how. I don't know about that anymore because I don't. Like, Portland gets healthy. Memphis yeah, so gets healthy. There, there's a lot of factors. The Pals right get now. screwed on this break, I think, of like all the teams fighting for the eight spot because Portland's going to get Nurkic and Jake Lehman back, which is big. Memphis hitting that tough part of the schedule is going to get all their guys back, Jerry Jackson Jr. and Brandon Clark. And like, that's big. Um, I was thinking about this one the other day. I think, yep. You know, Pelicans would have kept Christian Wood, this would be a playoff team no matter the circumstances. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I, I think that definitely counts as a really hot take. That's probably like yeah. the one big mistake of the David Griffin era so far, huh? Yeah, you'd have to. Um, when you looked at it, you know, you know, they really liked what Jaleel was doing, and I think that's basically what it came down to was Jaleel, Kenrich, or um, or Christian, uh, yeah. if, if you if you wouldn't have brought back Darius uh, Miller at, at what you brought him back at, and I think that was kind of the head scratcher for for some fans is when they brought back Darius Miller because well he was going to get those minutes at the four basically, um, kind of a, and they, they they looked at him and obviously they went out and got Melly. Uh, I'm a big Melly guy. I think he you've seen his value there, but yeah. I think if 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 Seawood was here. In in some of those early stretches, that, in November time. So I know there was some, you know, they they had some some reservations about wh- whether he could be the guy for them. But um, I, I think he would have been a guy who, on his on court production, would have would have stolen a couple of games early. That that might be my hottest thing. Everything yeah, but- else I feel like is. Is a that's normal good. take about this team <laughs> that's that's fair i think that one definitely counts do you have a hot take on like anything else whether it's basketball related or not like i have a friend and uh, like who is just the most like anti-taco person you've ever met i don't understand why but he swears by this and like his hot take is that like tacos suck and we're probably not going to be friends I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm so in basketball mode. I really thought he was talking about Taco Fall at first, and I was like, <laughs> "Why does he think?" I'm like, "That's a harsh take about Taco Fall." Um, no, my my biggest again, one, I'm putting you on the spot here. My biggest one is that the NBA season, like it's Scott Kushner' take. The NBA season should start on Christmas. Don't like use this to to start on Christmas. Like this is the perfect time. Reset your calendar don't go back to the summer have your your finals in august right before the nfl season starts it just makes perfect sense i don't it, it makes too much sense to me just start in december it's you know it's, you have your marquee night your marquee you start christmas day it, it just seems kind of like too perfect to me no I, I think this if anything is going to be a catalyst for that okay so there's something you've got some hot takes on
1: when it comes to this team and how they're dressed.
0: And Let's go, I pro- baby.
1: I promised you we we were going to spend a lot of time on this and Now, before we get into his uniform talk, today's show brought to you by Blinkist. You've got a lot of time at home right now, so let me tell you about my favorite app on my phone currently, and it's basically my secret weapon for learning new things and getting ahead. It can be hard to find the time to sit down and read and learn more, and when you don't have free time, you can't really work on personal development, but there's an incredible app that solves this problem, and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, your web browser, basically anything they can get the internet. And Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know info from thousands of non-fiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Business leaders, other successful people really are known for reading books and working on personal development. And Blinkist is made for busy people like you who wanna get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, your lunch break, or while you exercise. 12 million people more now are using Blinkist and it has a massive and growing library from self-help business, health to history books. Blinkist is all the latest titles from bestseller lists as well as classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read but never had time to. I've been using this a lot over this time to work on just bettering myself in general since we're stuck in the house and learning a whole bunch of new things, particularly things I think I'll be able to apply to my day job which I think is really important so this is a great opportunity to kind of take advantage of all of it and with Blinkist you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books all the books you want and more for one low price. Right now for a limited time Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA to try it for free for 7 days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T Blinkist.com slash NBA to start your seven-day free trial. You'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA.
0: All right, so where do, where do you want to start when it comes to the uniforms and the jerseys? Where do, where do you want to start? Let's, you just <laughs> Wherever you take me, I'm going. This is where I probably have my hottest bell take of all. All right, so let's start with, like, the the current ones they have. Like, so they have what? They have the whites, the blues, the reds, and then you have, like, the Mardi Gras alternate ones, and those are kind of the four that they're they're going to be, like, the core ones going forward. So of those four, which one are you immediately getting rid of? I'm immediately getting rid of the Avenue Edition City jerseys, those Mardi Gras uniforms. The Mardi Gras which ones, is a, okay. Which is a really funny take. Of what I have next, but of those uniforms, I am getting rid of that one first. If I could get rid of that one and the blues at the same time, I probably would. So, you don't mind the white ones? White ones are clean. They're they're okay, okay home uniforms. I would, um, I, they're okay home uniforms. All right, so then, okay. Have, okay, so now we've covered three of the four. What about the reds? Those
1: they're are the, the most best popular. Best uniforms
0: that you have. Best yeah. uniforms that the belt have. Easy. So, does that mean they're good? Overall, or good relative to the other ones? I think they are a good overall set. I like okay. the red. I like how it pops. I would, I would make that my my standard away uniform if I was operating under this color scheme. Okay, but you want to change the color scheme, is what it I sounds do. like. And what I do you do. want to change it to? I would change the seat. I would change it. I'm not a I'm not a black and gold guy. I don't want to be to like like Pittsburgh, where all your teams have the same colors. But I think you should just embrace the New Orleans and just go purple, green, and gold. I just don't like the current Mardi Gras uniforms. Way too St. Charles Avenue for you? Yeah, I, I don't like the St. <laughs> Charles Avenue edition Pelicans uniforms. Uh, I, I think you can go purple, green, and gold. Make it that way. You just you take it back. Uh, you, you don't. You, you can you can throw a little bit of jazz throwback kind of stuff in there if you want. I, I just think that's what you go to embrace. Embrace New Orleans as a game experience, and like like I don't understand why there's not a a beignet spot inside the Smoothie King Center. Yeah, that you know what mix. you say that, and like why wouldn't you have that? Ave Dumont, whoever that doesn't like embrace all of the New Orleans, and I think, um, you know, and that comes into I, I I I know because of how it works. This is something that couldn't happen for two to three years down the line. Right now, like for instance, next year's city uniforms are already planned out. Yeah, like that that kind of stuff gets planned out early. So what if uh, in, if you go purple, green, and gold is like the primary colors. What is the city edition uniform that you would do? If your city edition uniform was black and gold, I don't think that's a bad thing. So like an alternate, okay. Uh, if, if you're wearing it a few times a year, I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, you can do city flag motifs, you can do, I wouldn't mind if the, the commercial No Limit Pelicans uh, jerseys with the, the alternate Those jerseys. sold well, it seemed like. So, I think it, that idea was so cool. I like Personally, that is like not my thing, so I didn't like the jersey they sold, but there's something there with that, I think. Yeah, I wouldn't look... So, it was like a, a set that they did with Bleacher Report. Like, Atlanta got a jersey, Golden State got a yeah. jersey. And um, it, to, it looked man. really good. I just... I would go purple green, and gold, alternate black and gold, because I think the city gets behind that. There's already black and gold. I mean, you walk around the arena, you see black and gold uniforms already in there anyway. Um, I just, I just think you, you, you do something like that. I think it, uh, I think your marketing team would be behind that. I think you could do a uh, an alternate court behind that. That's, so That's, that's something what, I wish they would do is like an alternate court for Mardi Gras or something else and really have some fun with it. Because the court, when they when they came out with like the shadow pelican inside the three-point line, like that was kind of extreme at the time. Like keep going yeah. with that. And it looks great. So I, this, okay. I, I know what my new hottest take is now. Okay. My hottest <laughs> pelican take is that you should tear down the arena. That's my hottest pelican. Build a new one because well, it's yeah. horrible. It's I'm fine with horrible. that. Horrible. Um, whatever you want to do, move it to the the Mardi Gras World spot that's been rumored for every other new arena that's been talked about for like the last like ten years. I feel like tear it down, play in a dome for a year. You build it on the same spot. You move into lot three because your footprint is very very small right there as an arena. Um, it's I would. Mean, venture to guess, it's one of the smaller footprints in the NBA in terms of actual space that you take up, and that limits what you can do sometimes. That limits the expansion of what you can do. That's why if you were to try and expand on what you have right now, there's only so much more room you can go on the concourse. There's only so much more room yeah. that you can do with the seats, and storage is an issue. That's why I think you can't necessarily have a an alternate port but you don't have anywhere to put it like you have to like go next door and do it and I think that's just not feasible. Um so you need more room. You need to have more space, more area. Um my I am a fan of the use lot three connected to that garage. Yep. Uh tear the whole thing down, play a year in the dome and and try to get it done as quickly as possible. Expand it, like, make it nicer. Okay. I like Make this. it nicer if you're gonna do the uniforms a, and and part of that would come with it when the new place opens, you get the new uniforms and it's a franchise reset and it's if it's in three years, great. Guess what? Uh somebody should be signing an extension around then, <laughs> and then guess what? Oh wait, you have to buy brand new uniforms for that guy. It's it's one of those things that just kind of feels like NBA franchise re- uh, you know, like one oh one. Like, hey, yeah, we have this guy weird. who who just bought, you know, who just brought a huge influx into us. Let's get new uniforms. Let's give people something else to buy. So that w- that would be my plan: go to purple and gold, purple green and gold, uh, rebuild the arena, and 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 rebrand that way. Okay, so so this is this went from changing the uniforms to all of a sudden to just, tear down oh, the smoothies, oh, yeah, just. <laughs> We're not good at blowing things up in this city. We've learned. So (laughs) so when you uh, say three years, maybe a little bit longer than that. That's that's so true. It's like too soon. Um, I I remember watching that from the arena, like from the workroom, by the way. Um, yeah, because it was a game day, wasn't it? It was. It was a practice day. I remember that. Is that what it was? Okay. Um, It was a practice. The fact that we can't. Anyway. The fact, that it's it's been that long and it's still up. That's a that's a different discussion for <laughs> for another day but, uh, of that. everything. So oh. so let me ask you this: so you change the purple, green, gold, and then do you do a special sort of Mardi Gras uniform, like some yeah. sort of embellishment, like how Tulane for their Mardi Gras uniforms has kind of I mean, like the I, beads I on you can, there. You can work it into your concept. Uh, like it, I wouldn't even. On if, if, obviously, they'd probably do the whole thing, but like, I wouldn't even mind if it was a, if it was some sort of version of the current set itself. Um, okay. But I I, I think you you go like your whole theme is Mardi Gras. If you want to work that into your actual um your your set that you're using. Like, uh, have some sort of Mardi Gras motif into that. Great, fine, good, but I don't think you need a special for marketing purposes. Yeah, I guess if you got the colors, it kind of fits. Also, if right. anyone is bored and stuck inside and wants to mock up some of these, I would love to see them on Twitter, and I'm sure... Andrew I love, I love mock-ups. Would <laughs> as well. I know I, you do. You've, you shared some with me before on things. Yes. Yes. I, I am a big mock-up guy, so if anybody wants to mock some of these up, go. Yeah, if anyone wants to make a chord I'd love to see that too. Tweet them at us. It's at no I've, I've seen some purple, green, and gold cords, and they have are you? yes, and they are spectacular. I think I I kind of like alluded to this a couple maybe a couple weeks ago on Twitter about seeing some of this um, and are talking about it. But Basically, like I think they want to do it. There's just there's not enough space, but I've seen some like hand drawn concepts of it, and they look amazing. I think it's just all of a matter of uh, trying to find a space to put all this up, which is why a part a part of being the worst or second worst arena in the NBA. Uh, I don't know if that's news to people or not. You know, I don't. Know. I'll, I'll call know. that a hot take too. I've gone to Will Will Guillory and I have a um, have a game that we like to play. Uh, <laughs> Whenever we travel to another arena, at some point in the arena, I will look at something and I will just. He's like, "You're gonna say it now." I was like, "They're so much better than we are. Like everything (laughs) is so. It's it's part of when the arena was built. It was built just to hurry up and get a team. Yeah. Um. And then everything you do, there's just only so much room to expand things to, and it's. Some arenas have, you know, the 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 arena itself, uh, as far as the, the game experience part is better and maybe their you know, their tunnels are not as good, their tunnels are small, whatever it was, but everybody somehow combined feels like it's it's a better it's a better arena than the Smooth King Center. And I think that's I d I don't think I'd be alone in uh in in, in, in that sense. No, I, I, that's that's good. Also, like, you've seen them try and kind of redo it when they built, like, the glass, like, atrium thing, but yes. there's only, like, so much room they can do as you make a really good point. It's kind of, like, stuck there. Like, you've got streets and other things, and then you probably can't build that close to the Superdome, so they're limited right. by all of that. So, like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense that there's, like, part only of, so much they can do. Part of my master plan that makes, uh, that is completely mine, do not take this as if anybody else has talked about this ever. Um, but would be to basically you cut out part of that road right there, yeah um, and just take lot three and just erase that street um uh, going around uh and I mean you you kind of did the thing I mean you're obviously okay with doing that as part of all this by the way, just continuing my it's you're completely revamping i I take that garage take that in old Macy's use all of that like
1: turn it. All right, wrapping up our conversation with ESPN's Andrew Lopez. We're diving deep into the uniforms. We're now changing the arena and even more of the experience. He's got some thoughts on all of this and has wanted to share this for a while. So this has been a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Coming up more with ESPN's Andrew Lopez.
0: Like you go to Sacramento, and there's just dozens of shops and restaurants around the arena. think you can do the same thing over there maybe not let's just use Champion square like 10 times a year let's use it uh they used to can, they did a few things there a couple years ago where there was like five games and they held like a pregame in Champions square but they haven't done that in years now but do something else like there's so much more you can do with that yes. area it's like, a big like, space open and have, have restaurants in there and not just be a, a tailgate zone um you know golden state's doing that with their new arena it's all part of this experience, and then you can have this experience for safe games as well, where people can there. There's there's a bar down there. or There's you know whatever you want to have. I think there's just so much more that you can do with that area that would that would ultimately pay off in, in the long run. So you have like changed not only the uniforms, the court, I the stadium, everything. now the game day experience as well. Any okay. anything else you want to do? You want to get us like a hockey team to put in here too, and just kind of revamp everything. Maybe a baseball team. But I, I, I'm, I'm okay with not having a baseball team. I'm okay with not having a... I, I will say that I did go to the first ever New Orleans World of Friends. That oh, that's cool. That. Okay. I do remember, and I do remember seeing a fight and going, oh, this is fun. Uh, and that is the only thing I remember from the entire game. Yeah, I'm not a big hockey guy, so that's probably what uh, I'd remember from that sort of thing, too. That, and I got a puck. I don't remember how I got a puck, but it came Like, cool. not from the, the game, right? Don't remember. Okay, Maybe, so you should just say yes. This is it was game use yeah. puck. It's a there you game go. Puck that I totally got from the game itself. It did not have any other markings on it. I used to have it in my room. Uh, Pre-Katrina. It was a hockey bug that I just had for just no, no reason at all. You know what? Um, it very clearly, very valuable. and means a whole lot to you uh, with that yes. sort of story behind it. Yes. It was It was on my on my my trophy case in my room. And I miss it so much because I, I lost it after the storm. So, yeah. so sad. So sad. So, <laughs> before we wrap up here, since you're just changing everything in, like, the downtown area, anything else you want to do for, for this whole thing as part of the the, the comprehensive Lopez plan for uh, sports in New I want to hire a different company that blew up the Hard Rock. Okay, <laughs> not that one. <laughs> Now you're thinking logistics. It's not just that you're not even just thinking high level here. You getting no, I, into, into like the gritty details of it. Yeah, I know. I know who I want to do this. I don't necessarily know who I want to do this work, but I know who I don't want to do this work. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it's like half the battle on things, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of plan going into this. <laughs> yes. This imaginary situation and setup. We have to have at least some plan. For it, right? We can't go Right, I have, to, I have to have some sort of plan for the off chance. It'd that be a little realistic says, we're, here. We're doing this, you know. <laughs> I win. I win the Powerball. I buy into the team, and then I get. I get a say. That's that's what I got go. a plan that's, for. That's a good one. Um, so, with everyone being stuck inside, have you been? So, is there a restaurant you've eaten at recently that's been good, or I guess ordered out from that you want to have in the concourse? Or like area around the new stadium arena. let mm, go. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't. I don't know. I like. I like oak oven out here in Harrington. I don't know if that fits into
1: a. But like, yeah, sure,
0: You can have different. You can have different sorts of. It doesn't have to be like just game day food. Um, it doesn't have to just be like bars. It doesn't have to just be. Uh, you know that kind of stuff. It can be a whole bunch of different things. So yeah, maybe <laughs> people go there when there aren't games, or you go there and have a nicer dinner before the game or after, depending. Like I get the idea. There's, in fact, there's a in Sacramento. Yes, in Sacramento, there's a steakhouse like right next to the arena, like a fancy steakhouse. And I think there's one like this in Madison Square Garden. So this. Has been done before, and it doesn't have to be just these, you know, one-off things. Like, for instance, if we're talking steakhouses like, let's let's put an Austin's out there. I Austin's is my favorite steakhouse in the city. Um, you know, and it's it's like in a strip mall in Metairie Like, put put that. I like in, it. Like, tell it. <laughs> That's good. I just uh, before I hopped on with you, when I was a minute or two later I was waiting for Pizza Delicious to finish delivering pizza and pasta to the house. So I've been yeah, ordering yeah. from them a lot since they delivered to where I live, which has been great. Uh, as yeah, weeks, see, being being out in Elmwood, I, I have to more whatever machines. chains. I think there's a Theo's here though, so I can go. Theo's is actually go pretty good. I found their yeah. pizza is really good. I like that one, especially when I used to work out in Harahan I would go there yeah. for lunch all the time. Yeah, it's. So, Sometimes it's defeats the of purpose of working out because you just go and enjoy a really, really good pizza after. Yeah, this lunch. is me this, like, past week. Yeah, so, um, I'm going to get deals tonight now. There you go, see? <laughs> Make, making decisions on the show. That's probably as good of a spot to wrap up uh, as any. <laughs> as be yeah, because I'm getting hungry, so, yeah. Yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> well, Andrew? Thank you for taking all the time. This will be chopped up over the weeks so people are hearing it in kind of different ways. I don't know what it's going to sound like just yet. Um, and everyone follow him on Twitter. If you don't already, you probably do. At underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. And of course, see him on SportsCenter whenever the NBA returns. So, Andrew, thanks. I appreciate this. This was fun. It's still so weird, man. It's so weird that I'm still on SportsCenter. Like, yeah, just, I get to I still say this. It doesn't make sense, but I appreciate it, man. It was a nice, nice talk. Nice, nice, nice chance to talk about It's just, just a break from things. This am still going five days a week. I think it's just like a nice break for people who are kind of like cooped up to kind of have like a sense of normal. So I hope this helps people. But uh, this was fun. We'll do this again soon. Got nothing else to do for a little bit.
1: All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. That is it for the interview with Andrew Lopez as well. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, check out the Rejecting the Screen podcast, Locked on NBA, and coming soon, Chad Ford's NBA Big Board starting on March 30th. That one is going to be awesome. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all tomorrow.